listening to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. Before we get started, make sure you check us out and leave us some feedback on wherever you get your podcasts from, as well as Facebook at Range Minded Podcasts and at Instagram uh, at the same handle, if you could. Uh, feedback, episode suggestions, it all really does help us out a lot. This is episode 74, where we talk about all those New Year's resolutions we talked about in the uh, re-release that we made on Sunday. Since we're just about three quarters through the year, it's probably true that we've uh, all forgotten about what we wanted to accomplish this year, but thankfully there's still plenty of time to achieve our goals. As always, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy episode 74 of Range Minded, the New Year's Resolution Checkup. Hello and welcome to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. My name is Mark Long and I am joined by... Me, Steve Zimmerman. There what he is. What is happening? How's it going? It's going great, my friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. We've uh, we've had a heck of a summer and a heck of a year, haven't we? My goodness, and it's gone by so fast. It's gone by quite quickly. It's almost too fast to the point where we uh, have to remember that we made New Year's resolutions. You know, most of the time I try to forget my resolutions, honestly. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you make New Year's resolutions every year? Um, I'm going to make a resolution to not make resolutions. Well, then that's one that you... Much easier to keep. <laughs> it is way easier to keep, and then I've achieved it, right? And you've already achieved it, and then your year is done. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Set your goals really low so you feel like an overachiever. That's right. Set the bar low, and you'll achieve it every time. That's right. That's one of the things about... Um, you know, really um, having uh, having New Year's resolutions is you want to make realistic goals that are easily achievable, not necessarily easily achievable, but that are achievable. But definitely so. attainable. Yeah. Attainable goals. Yeah, that's right. Something you have to reach for, but you can still get. Exactly. So, um, but at that, BS. if if you may have noticed, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad your positivity <laughs> is really shining through today. Uh, but if you haven't, uh, if you didn't notice, uh, we record or released a uh, a re-release on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of a it's a two-parter. Uh, that was the old part. This is going to be the new part. But we talked about um, our New Year's resolutions. That one was from uh, December thirtieth of two thousand eighteen, um, and uh, we did some reminiscing and some uh, heard some old voices that we haven't heard in a while either. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of things changed in the podcast. Obviously, Ricky uh, Ricky's not part of the podcast anymore and and that's too bad i mean i really like ricky but you know things change people grow and move on that's just the way it is but uh but yeah it's kind of good to hear his voice and hear some of his goals and goals for the store yeah yeah it's kind of interesting to see kind of you know as as a milestone where that where where we were and where we are now and and how things are still going i'm just proud that we still got the podcast going so Heck yeah, we're just gonna go on forever. Forever. Oh, forever. Um, yeah, and we had our, our our friends Scott and Rolando on, and I, I as far as I know, they're still uh, active, hanging out over at the shop. So that's a I good think thing. So. I hope so. Hope so too. And uh, Scott's still shooting his Springfield, as far as I know. Yeah, he'll graduate to the Glock. He sure talked trash on the Glock the whole time. You know, I think he bought a Glock from Cody, if I remember correctly. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny, but I think that's the case. So anyway, but uh, so uh, one of the things that was notably absent from that uh, episode was you. Yes, yes. That that was a Steve free episode. So what we're going to do to start right now is talk about what your New Year's resolutions (laughs) were. If uh, I can remember that far back. And, uh, you know, talk about kind of do a a recap and a check in to see where. Um, you know, you and I are with uh, 
with our resolutions, maybe if they've uh-huh. if changed over the over the course of the year, because sometimes that happens too, where you know at the beginning of the year you want to do something or you may, something sounds really interesting, and then it's like, oh well, either all this other stuff came up or maybe it's just not that interesting anymore, you know? Yeah. So it's think true. back, think back long and hard to the beginning of the year, and uh, what I did you go way back all that time? Nine months, yeah. And tell oh. me, what did you want to do? I could have had a baby that long ago. Oh my now. god, another one. Well, I guess I couldn't have really, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, my first goal, from what I remember, was to definitely get more firearms training um, and, and defensive training, which has sort of been fulfilled. I didn't really get to spend a lot of time behind the trigger, but I did spend some time with Adam Boyce. So the one and only. For, yeah. If that counts for anything. Um, but it's just been a, a crazy, crazy year since I've spent way less time at the range. Um, I'm, you guys may or may not know. I spent a lot of time Well, I spend the majority of my time now doing uh, in, in the building industry and it has been hot and heavy, which I can't complain about. It's been really good but it's just consumed a huge amount of my time to where, you know, even going shopping for gun parts is difficult other than I may have bought some parts today. Don't tell my wife. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that happens is life gets in the way and uh, you know, especially if work gets busy and you got to make money and you got to eat and uh, you can't do that if you don't work, you know, and uh, you know, honestly, I think we could even fulfill a whole episode or dedicate an episode of, of how to budget your time and still, you know, get your family time and your, and your work done and training in. I think that's a good idea. And maybe we should kind of delve into that. And I think that'd be a good guest episode, find some good guests to put on there. Yeah. I think that would be good actually to balance, how to balance everything together. So we could have the honey badger on again and, and and have her talk about that because she's one of the busiest people. A lot of time. She does. She's a great plate spinner in that regard. And she's one of the busiest people I know. Yeah. And she, she achieves it. She's, yeah. Over and over again. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, I think that was one of the things that we had all talked about too, was, uh, was more education, more training, um, you know, just learning more, uh, and, and, you know, just getting more into the sport of shooting. And it's, uh, it's tough, right? Well, Cause like I say, life gets in the way, but I think, as far, I, I don't know how you've done on your goals. We can talk about, you know, if you've spent some time, which I already know the answer. We, <laughs> we talked about this before. Yeah. But uh, but it'd be really interesting to get Rolando and Scott uh, back in town and, and say, hey, do you remember this? How did you do? And uh, and see if, if they were really able to get it. Man, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, I don't I- know. We can uh, we can jump in with mine because uh, I, I went and re-listened to that episode that we re-released and uh, – you know, we sounded like such young kids back then. <laughs> we were so juvenile. Yeah, didn't know any better. But uh, no, it was I really, I really wanted to do a couple of things. I wanted to get involved a lot more into the sport of shooting and really get the training, um, mm-hmm. you know that that I that I wanted for myself. And I think I achieved most of that. Um, and uh, wanted to be a better steward of the Second Amendment and uh, and of shooting sports. Um, I think I did an okay job of that. I think I can always do do better in that regard. Well, I think all of us could do a little bit better with uh, with being better stewards. And we've talked about it in the past few episodes, how crazy things are getting, which I think brings to light how much more important it is sure. to be a little bit more proactive. Yeah, even if it's even if it makes it a little more difficult, I think it's still worth 
the juice is worth the squeeze on that one. Yes. So, but yeah, I uh, I wanted to get better at shooting in general. I think that's kind of how I ended the uh, the episode because a lot of people had some pretty lof- lofty goals, and I was just like, I just want to get better at shooting. That's pretty pretty <laughs> simple. Um, but uh, I was fortunate enough to take uh, not one pistol class, but um, two pistol classes actually. And uh, if you remember, we did an episode on taking uh, the same class twice mm-hmm. because. In 2018, I took uh, an intermediate pistol class, and then I took that again um, this past summer. I think it was uh, like May or late May or early June. So does that count as taking more than one class? Well, no, because I <laughs> like in one year. <laughs> I, and and to, yeah. and for the record, I didn't fail out of the first one. I passed with flying colors. I just wanted to take <laughs> sure. it again for research purposes. Sure. And it is a great excuse to shoot more. But uh, right after that, I think it was the following week or the week after that, I took the advanced pistol class, which really does step it up. There's a big difference between the uh, the intermediate and the uh, the advanced and, and really helps you kind of see what your skill level is and what you have to work on, you know? And it's, man, it gets humbling. <laughs> it sure does. It- Especially because when you draw, you 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 start in you know introducing you know faster holster draws, multiple targets, drawing from cover, um, shooting more rounds per target. Um, you know a lot of it's almost like a lot of the the lessons and the techniques that you've learned all come together, and you have to be able to know how to do all of that stuff individually, and do it well, and do it properly and safely above all. Um, and then right. and bring them all together, and that can, uh, and then you know that can get exciting, <laughs> or or worse. Luckily, luckily our instructors have been really cool to where they can teach anybody to any level. Oh yeah, and and and, and, and really be able to get everybody involved and and not be even insulting to some people that feel like they know more. Right, and you know the, to do it safely and to and to judge people you know people individually by their skill level to and push a little bit push you know just just a little beyond what you're comfortable with to be able to to improve because that's that's how you have to improve you know right and um you know that and it stills a lot of confidence i think you know being able to do that but like you said at the same time it it's very humbling and it really does show you what you have to work on i think one of the big differences that i learned at least so far this year um, in taking, you know, multiple classes and taking classes over again, um, is to see what you've improved on and what you can do well. Um, and then what you can do better. Um, you know, it really highlights and, uh, you know, amplifies what you need to work on more. Does that make sense? Right. Oh yeah. So for example, like, uh, and I learned that I, my offhanded shooting is just completely terrible. Any, actually any one handed shooting is worse than two handed shooting. Especially if it's your support hand. Yeah, I can't shoot one-handed to save my life. That's which is something I probably need to work on. Because you might have to save your life with e- one-handed e- shooting. Exactly, it's a good choice of words, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, I also took a basic AR-15 class, and I'm not a, you know unfamiliar to the AR, so uh, it was a good kind of refresher on a lot of things. But um, one thing I had not really gotten any training on was you know tactics and. Um, mm-hmm you know, really proper technique with an arrow. I was more kind of self-taught. Um, and, you know, like we've said before, that you know, 15 minutes or a half an hour one-on-one with an instructor because we had a smaller class and there were two instructors. It was uh, Leroy and John. And, um, you know, they were able to 
you know, impart more knowledge in a half an hour with half a dozen people than, you know, multiple hours of YouTube can do, you know? Yeah. I was just going to ask if, if John was part of that class. Cause I, I've been really wanting to take um, a class from John. I, I, I love the AR platform. I think it is a ton of fun. Any, well, carving, I guess is a better way to put it. The carving platform is just fun to yeah. play. Oh yeah. It's a whole different world than, um, than handgun shooting. Um, you know, you think about it kind of similarly. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's like driving a car versus driving a truck, I guess. That's the only way I could put it. You know how to do it. Um, but you have to think tactically and, and, you know, physically how to move a little bit differently because, you know, we had slings and everything attached and we couldn't do any kind of full sling work or whatever, but I'm um, just taking it from the low ready up to ready and, you know, flicking on the safety or flicking off the safety and then on the safety, you know, as you, as part of your movement and those body mechanics we've talked about, um, really gives you a lot to think about and uh, a lot to work on. Um, you know, it's a lot different than, uh, most, most of the time if you're, if you're working handguns. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's uh it's good to understand different platforms in case um you need to use different platforms don't get stuck on one thing that's why i think it's it's so much fun too oh yeah that's i mean that's another that's one of the reasons i have an ak and an ar is because then you kind of learn how both work and those are the two most i think ubiquitous rifles or two of the most ubiquitous rifle platforms in the world so got my bases covered heck yeah you know, I was watching, I was speaking, you know, sorry, sidetrack. <laughs> I was watching some videos oh, yesterday or today on, I think it was last night. You just talk about how different platforms they are. Well, it was the Taliban and they were rocking a, or a M4s shooting against the U.S. Really? So somehow they, yeah, they got a hold of our stuff and they were using it against us. 5'11 gloves, all sorts of crap. I was like, wow. Man, kind of frustrated that's crazy yeah so somehow they got a hold of stuff so yeah it's not just us that uh that uses them wow everybody and well and you i mean it's pretty well known that a lot of special forces folks if they're going to do something very clandestine they'll they'll actually run ak's well yeah well for, seals for multiple train reasons on, yeah seals train on every platform is what they say and i don't know if it's possible to train every platform but uh they they claimed they can jump on pretty much anything and run it. So well, um, we that's what we've talked about before. Is it's not necessarily the the, the shooter or the the gun. It's the the person behind the trigger that really makes the difference. Well, and luckily those fundamentals pretty much go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the same thing that I kind of figured in between um, going from pistol to to carbine classes is that it's you know it's about grip and stance and side alignment and trigger press and. Um, and breath and all the basic fundamentals transfer over. It's, it's, it's still shooting. It's just shooting a different platform. Yep. And, so, and they all coincide. Everything comes together. Yeah. And that's, that really didn't hit home with me until I took all of the classes together and kind of was able to look back on it. And, um, taking all these classes made me feel a lot more confident as a shooter. And even if I haven't been able to shoot as much as I'd like to, I feel like knowing the fundamentals, keeping those in the front of my head and, uh, having having that experience in general would help me pick it back up a little bit faster um and improve a little bit more um every time i go to the range yeah so it's it was an educational summer that's for sure and uh 
it was it was nice to be able to to take advantage of that and really see firsthand how uh, how great our instructors are at, at the shop and uh, and how much you can learn. Um, you know, just spending a summer there. Yeah, and I was just kind of perusing the the website's calendar for the store, and if if you've made a a resolution nine months ago that you were going to get more, you know, defensive training, tactical training, or whatever, um, you need to jump on our website at the very least. When you call the store, go into the store, talk to some of the staff there. But you can jump online if you're like me and sometimes hate talking to people, <laughs> and uh, and there is a vast amount of classes coming up, like. A vast amount. Yeah, there's a ton, and we, and we don't stop. Especially, I mean, the thing I think maybe you might not know too is that summer kind of is is a slower time for a, for a, a gun shop, at least ours. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, people go outside more, people travel. I mean, that's why I didn't get to shoot as much as I did. I've been I've been all over creation back and back uh, this summer, traveling and um, having adventures and stuff like that. But yeah. um, you know, it it takes you got to make time to, to take those classes. Um, you know, and summer is a time when a lot of people would rather go travel and stuff, which totally cool. I did it. I totally get it. But uh, as we get back into the fall and it gets a little bit colder, things pick back up. So, um, and I'd say that's something to remember too, just in general is that, you know, because you're done traveling and you are, you know, hanging out and you want to maybe do something because, you know, the summer's kind of over a lot of other people do too. So yeah, classes can fill up fast, but um, super fast and and i think that, uh we try to you know if we can build another class it, we need to have so many students to really make a class worthwhile yeah so if there's one that's filling up super quick i think they'll end up adding another class in there um you know making it happen yeah so but, but don't don't use that as an excuse while well, i'll sign up later or whatever just if if you're looking to get education and that was part of your goals this year that's the year's not over you can still get a lot of high quality training you just got to get there and do it. Yep. And, and I remember Jessica talked about, um, you know, we have, you know, everything from the first shots class where you can kind of take a, take a, take your literally first shots on the range, you know, with instructors, or uh, you can build your AR 15 or, um, you know, take the basic AR 15 anywhere up to, uh, you know, holster drawing speed, marksmanship stuff, uh, advanced everything. You can, uh, you can do it all. Heck yeah. And, and, and they're fun. They're not dry, boring classes. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, because you do a fair bit of shooting, so that's pretty cool. And in a way, it's kind of nice when the classes are small, right? Remember that one class you took where there's only a couple people? Yeah, there was three or four people, and so we were able to shoot close to 400 rounds, I think, and get that much more experience in it. So that was fun. Yeah, that's so good for you. Yeah, one thing that uh, I didn't get a chance to do yet, and I still have some time in the year, but uh, I wanted to take a first aid kind of medical class, um, and and I wanted to take a shotgun class too. Haven't been able to do those yet, but uh, yeah, we still do have some time, and I I may have to to buy to bug somebody or or heaven forbid pay one of our esteemed instructors to do a one on one with a shotgun, but. Uh, <laughs> I think that would, platform is cool. I have never spent any time behind that. It would be like, it would be worth it, like I think. Real. Yeah, there's there's some uh I know some people that have spent some time learning shotgun and it can be pretty intense. Yeah, one of my friends actually from back home, he is uh he was part of the Boy Scouts and every summer he would go up and stay at the camp with the scouts and train them on shotguns to shoot uh clays. Mm-hmm. And before I moved to Idaho, he was like, Yeah, man, let's go out and I'll teach you sometime and blah blah blah, we'll have you some busting some clays and 
I uh, I'm sad I never took him up on it, but maybe we can do that next. I can do that next summer or something. Yeah. So, or Jump maybe even it. even better, have him out here. That would be way cool. That would I be, bet he would enjoy that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, that's a that's a platform. I have a shotgun, but uh, I've you know, and I know basically how to operate it. But I I know there's some technique behind it that's a little different than well than a carbine, de- but and it depends on if you're doing like clays, like you were just talking about, or you're trying to do some defensive work. It's kind of two different animals. I mean, oh for sure, the the fundamentals still cross over, but. But there's some uh, there's some specifics that you need to yeah the understand. strategies are a little bit different so um, but yeah so those are the two that I have yet to do um, but I feel like I was I, I educated myself quite well this year um, those are my two big things shooting more um, you know and like I said with the um, being a good steward of the Second Amendment I think you know being part of the podcast obviously helps with that but. Uh, I think I, we, we could all stand to get more involved maybe uh, with our organizations and uh, and inform people a little bit more. You know, it's just, it's just kind of tough, I think, you know? Yeah, I think that's one thing I guess I really did this year too. Honestly, not very long ago as I joined, um, oh, it was one of the gun rights, national gun rights groups. Now the name <laughs> eludes me. I joined, a, I joined an organization, but I don't remember what it is. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> no, they're they're actually kind of teamed up with the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. They're all part of the same group. It's just the national conglomerate of all these different states groups. Sure, and and that's the group that I joined. And it's uh, and it's important. You know, we talk about the NRA and stuff. And I don't want to make this a political thing, but there's obviously we've talked about in the past. There's some stuff going on at the NRA. So I did kind of join some other groups to uh, to try and hopefully. Uh, utilize my dollar in a different place in a different way. Right. And I think that that's one of the best things you can do because there are people who are, whose full-time job it, it is, you know, to, to fight for our rights too. And if you can support them, I think that's just as good as, uh, you know, being out there yourself. It's certainly better than getting into a Facebook argument. That's for sure. But oh, which, which it goes to nothing. I mean, it does, what's that going to do other than maybe get you banned on Facebook? Right. That's it. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, uh, and it's sometimes it's probably hard not to do, not to really get into it with somebody on, uh, well, I, I do it more media. than once a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I let you do uh, it. Well, thank you. I, cause I like statistics and that kind of crap. Is that right? right? Like, I, I like looking at that crap. Well, and that's something, I mean, we, to, you know, we've talked about it before is that people don't necessarily look at that. It's more of an emotional thing when people argue about and, yeah. and talk about firearms and whatnot. And it's, um, it, it's not the greatest thing in the world to to base your arguments on emotions, and obviously there's a there's a place for those emotions or whatever. But you have to look at the numbers too, and and the statistics. And we've talked about that multiple times on over several episodes. Yeah, over and over, kind of like beating a dead horse or singing to the choir, or whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah. But you know, my my goal with that is at least to arm people uh, with the uh, the knowledge or the places to look and and to back up our yeah. arguments with that. You know. Yeah. You know, something else I would encourage if you haven't this year fulfilled some of your resolutions, and, and it's something I was actually thinking about today, honestly, was um, bringing more people into the shooting community, whether that be inviting uh, somebody from work or whatever that's never shot a gun or, or some friends that have never done it, or maybe, you know, somebody that's kind of apprehensive about firearms and, and take them shooting, find a safe place 
and, and that may not even be at, at the range. It might just be out in the desert where, you know, it's just, just, a, you know, a small group of you that can really focus on safety and, and bring somebody else into the shooting community. Cause um, I think that the numbers are kind of dwindling or they're, they're starting to wane from some of the crap that they hear on, on TV or whatever. So I think it's important too, that if you haven't bring somebody to shoot, take yeah. them somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, you, it, the funny thing is, is people who maybe aren't even necessarily interested in guns. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can, you can show them how fun it can be pretty easily. Like when we had uh, uh, my friend Daniel on, you know, and he was, yeah. he, he had never shot even a BB gun. I don't think, or maybe it only shot a BB gun and he was kind of in the middle. I think, I don't think he was averse to guns, but he wasn't, you know, necessarily singing uh, the praises of the second amendment or anything. But yeah. uh, after, after we, you know, put a couple of guns in his hands and shot at some paper, he was, he was hooked, you know? Yeah. You know, I was thinking, cause I said, I was thinking about this today. I was, um, I was thinking about jumping on our, our church has a little Facebook page, right? Sure. And, and so I was thinking about jumping on there and just offering like a free firearm safety class for anybody that wants to, That'd be great to take it, yeah. but I don't know how it would be received <laughs> in the, <laughs> on that Facebook page. Or maybe I should just do it and, uh, and let people say, Oh my gosh, he's a weirdo. Don't, don't or, sit next to him at church. Or you could, you could go the, the kind of the, uh, beat around the bush version of it and say a friend of mine or somebody I know is interested in hosting a, uh, <laughs> is, is hosting a, hosting a gun safety event. What do you, what do you guys think about that? I think I will just do it and say, Hey, I'm going to offer a free, uh, a free firearm safety class suitable for all ages. And just, just you, let people, you may as well mint. see what happens. Let, let it mints on there and see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's an admirable thing to do because you're not talking about necessarily, you know, taking people shooting. It's just, you know, safety and, and knowledge. And I think that's one of the big things that I've noticed to take away from taking new people shooting or, or having new people who haven't shot before on the podcast is that, you know, once you arm them with the knowledge of how the firearm works and how to manipulate it safely and, um, you know, kind of dispel some myths and misconceptions about it, um, you know, they I think they have a better understanding for it, a, a deeper respect for it, and they're not uh, necessarily uh, not afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah, take that stigma away from it. Yeah, we've seen that happen firsthand. So um, there's still plenty of time to do that, you know, for uh, for the rest of the year, too. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, my favorite part about New Year's resolutions is, and actually it, it kind of helped, uh, was deciding what what firearms to buy this year. Uh-oh. I may have done really well on this particular one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured, yeah, you know, because certain things can catch your eye and, you know, everybody's got, you know, your the guns to buy list is N plus one. You know, it's whatever you've got plus the next one after that. But that I... Is- that is more true for me than I think anybody else I know. <laughs> I mean, you have what seven thousand seven safes in your house? Oh uh, no, I lost them all in a boating accident. So oh, that's right. In the uh, in they don't the, float very well. No, no. You'd think if you turn them like you know, like lay them down on the back and open it up, it displace yeah, enough doors, water like a big ship. Side up. Yeah, no, it doesn't no. happen. So because because yeah. a ship is definitely heavier than a safe, and it's made of metal, but it's just not working. Yeah. Well. They, until next time in the Eastern Idaho Triangle. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's some really weird stuff going on over here. <laughs> um, but um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, at the beginning of the year, I'm going to think about, you know, what I want to buy, how much money I want to spend on this stuff. And um, 
you know, I was able to make it happen. Um, I got a, a Walther P38. That was the first on the list um, because I had wanted one for a few years and I had realized like, you know, every time I look these up, they just get a little bit more expensive and a little bit more expensive yeah. every time. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet. I'm going to get one and it's going to be a nice one. And, you know, I've got this little project I want to do with it. And so that happened at the beginning of the year. That's good. Yeah. And because it was, it was it basically, um, and if you look this up online, you can see what I'm talking about, but you know, there, there was, um, a small run of, of P38 variants called a P38K, which was basically a yeah. short barrel P38. So you imagine a P38, you know, with the long, you know, long barrel on it, it would just, it was cut down basically. And then it was like carried by, you know, security service and undercover, you know, police officers in, in West Germany and things of that sort. And ever since I saw one, I'm like, man, that's really cool. And I read about a couple people who have kind of made faux P38Ks. So I ended up getting the pistol and then I got a new slide and I got a new barrel and a, you know, full complete upper for, for the pistol. And I gave it to Cody and I said, Hey man, can you turn this into this? Oh yeah, I think I can do that. It'd be kind of a fun project for me or whatever. And, um, so we cut the barrel down. We're still figuring out a way to get a front sight on it, um, because the front sight has to be on the, the front uh, part of the slide bridge instead of on the barrel itself. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So he's still figuring that out and, um, he doesn't have as much time to dedicate to, to side projects uh, as he used to. So, um, but I'm waiting patiently. So, yeah, because you got your holster. Because I got my holster from Nick Hoffer and Hoftech uh, Industries. It's fantastic, which I have it pulled up. I know I've said it three times now, but uh, it's going to go on the social media tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it will. So, we'll put that on there and um, get that settled. So then everybody can stop complaining. <laughs> um, but then the other thing I wanted was, um, and I don't know, well, I wanted a CZ, like a, a CZ 75 variant of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't sure whether that was going to be, um, you know, a CZ 75 itself or, um, you know, uh, any, any of the shadow or any of those other ones. Yeah. Shadow and before. oddly enough, I ended up on a, a landing on a Jericho 941. Which was close. It's 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 a clone-ish, yeah. It's the same kind of operation, and I don't know why I ended up on that, but I thought once I saw one, I was like, man, that thing's pretty cool. <laughs> and it's it's not as expensive as a CZ, uh, depending on what kind of you get, what kind of variant you get. And uh, it's big and steel. It's got a hammer. And you know, it is steel. I was going to ask if it's steel or. Yep, it's or my. It's... It was my first all steel pistol. It's my first. Uh, well, actually, no, it'd be my second hammer fired. Mm, nope, third, fourth. Uh, not my first hammer-fired pistol, but uh, my first all-steel pistol, uh, full size, and that thing is a blast to shoot. Because I know they make the Jericho and Polymer. Yeah, so there's the Polymer one, version, and then there's this a, one's been a little older, huh? Um, no, they still make the they still make the the all metal ones. Believe it or not, it was oh. a brand new gun, bought it brand new. You see, and I, I should know things, but I don't. That's okay. That's what we're here together as a team. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was uh, I was able to pick that up and. Uh, have enjoyed that and enjoyed shooting the Walther as well. So those have been my two big my two big pickups. I don't think I've gotten um, anything else since then. I might have bought a few accessories, maybe some, maybe a red dot, maybe not even. I've been pretty good this year. Yeah, I've uh, I've been pretty good this year too. Just a different kind of good. <laughs> uh, I've been good at spending money. So do you even want to go over the list? 
Or maybe just um, give us some highlights. So I, I know a guy that's been buying or has bought a couple of lower receivers. Oh, you can never have too many of those. No, no. And uh, I guess I'm kind of an AR whore. <laughs> I don't, so uh, I wouldn't say a snob because I'm not like, oh, I have to have the top of the line. Because I still think there's a lot of quality components that are affordable. Um, not that I would go like to war and shoot a million rounds through it or something. But Sure. Uh, that being said, I do spend a lot of time on Palmetto. And, and there's a AK Operators Union just did a review on on a Palmetto complete rifle. They went 5,000 rounds, no failures. Zero failures. How many rounds? 5,000. Wow, that's straight. impressive. Like, they just went right through it. And, and if you watch any of their videos, you know that they're not gentle with when they do a review. No. Like they're, they're throwing them on rocks. They're throwing them through the mud. And, and uh, yeah. That's so, impressive. So some of these guys that are AR snobs, like yeah. they hate when they talk about Palmetto because, well, it's not a Daniel or it's not a BCM or, you know, and, and those are great brands. Don't get me wrong, but I can – run what's effectively an Anderson component gun and still be just fine. And Anderson makes, you know, components for a lot of other manufacturers. Yeah, that's true. uh, Anyway. So I like my Palmetto stuff. So I, I may have spent a few dollars there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I've spent shockingly easy to do. Yeah. It's wonderful. Actually. I may have spent more than a few dollars at the store. Um, Gosh, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this show. Just tell her not to. She'll listen. One day she's going to sell the guns with what I told her I paid for them. <laughs> and you're going to cry. Um, <laughs> no, I, f- I found more than one Glock, a used Glock at the store. And I'm not scared to buy used guns. I think most people uh, don't shoot the guts out of their guns anyway. So finding a, a, a gun that might look a little beat up for a great price. Still I'm, plenty of life left down. in those guns. Oh, yeah. And you can see, like, I, I may, and maybe because I've been in the industry longer than not that I've been in this for a long time, but I can tell by looking at a gun, tearing it down, looking at it, that it's been neglected or, or just shot out. And sure. And even with a Glock or, or a Smith and Wesson or a Springfield, like components are, are affordable enough that I'm not scared to get a bargain gun. Yeah. And it might be just that the barrels a little bit worn out or maybe some internals or springs need replacing. It's uh, yeah. it, it, you know, it, you might, you might spend a, a hundred dollars or two or a couple hundred, but I mean, Compared to the savings that you might get for, um, well, and and a lot of the time it's just cleaning. Yeah, there's uh, that it, too. It, it looks wore out, but it's really just a filthy gun. Yeah, people and, who don't clean their guns or uh, and, don't, don't lube them up. Side, side note, guys, if if you're gonna go plan on trading a gun at, at a store, um, clean it, make it look nice because you might get more money out of it. Uh, that's just a, a word of advice or not. So I can buy them for a cheaper price. <laughs> just sell them to Steve and then, and then everybody <laughs> will be, everybody will win. I'm going to um, have my own buyback program. Maybe we should do an episode on that, how to trade, how to trade in a gun and how to get the most for your money. That actually might not be a bad idea either. That would um, be, that would be a good idea. So um, it's, it, there's a lot of folks that, that trade in stuff that's really not junk and they just don't take care of it. And they could have made a couple extra bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, if you are selling some guns or something like that, or maybe you're, you know, selling some to buy some more, or whatever, you know, every 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 dollar counts when you're in that kind of situation. Oh, so, and, and even buying used guns, like we could probably combine that in into one episode, 
looking for a good deal on used guns. Oh, 100%. Because, because you can use that to your advantage if you're at your favorite shop and there's something that's just kind of neglected. Use that to your advantage. Yeah. You can actually figure out a pretty good idea of what they paid for the gun. And, uh, and, and you know, we we as dealers, we got to make a profit too, but there's always a little wiggle room. Are we going to reveal some secrets on that episode? Is that what you're saying? Some industry secrets? I, I don't know. I think there's a way that we could create some savvy shoppers. I think that would be good. So yeah, let's let's make that our resolution for uh, the rest <laughs> of this year. Maybe we can get that out before this year is over. And, and, and probably. And, and we got some good episodes coming up too. We got some people lined up that I'm kind of excited for. Yeah, I think it'll be exciting. So um but yeah, so I think that's that's kind of where I landed on my resolutions. I got everything I wanted so far. Um, you know, I've had a couple of uh, some hankerings to get some other stuff, but I've luckily been able to stave that off a little bit because I'm saving for some some uh, other things in my life. But um, yeah, you got some big things coming up that you need to worry about. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. So, uh, but that's going well, and uh, it's uh, I got I got some education, which I was happy about, and that, like we've always said, is is worth more than anything else. So okay. I think I at least did a good job of. Um, spending more on ammo and education than I did on actual just buying new firearms. Yeah. Which, which is still fun. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure. I mean it, to me, I've, I've learned to kind of ebbs and flows. Like some years will, will be, Oh, I didn't really hardly buy anything this year. And then, the, you know, then the year before it's like, Oh wow. I yeah. bought way too much. Yeah. One of these days I'm actually going to sit down and, and do the math. I'll probably be shocked. Oh, I don't think you want to do that. No, I probably shouldn't really, because then I'll stop buying guns. I think that's where ignorance is bliss on that one. I agree. So what uh, what is one thing that you want to try to do before the end of the year then? Uh, firearms goals related, anything? I have got to get some of that education in that, that I promised myself I would do. And I really have no excuse, honestly. Like I have access to the greatest academy, at least in the Northwest. So why am I not taking advantage of it? Sure. Well, anything, anything in particular? Carbine, shotgun? Uh, I, I need to refine my handgun skills um, just because I've been so apathetic lately, but I wouldn't mind, you know, there's, I'm always game for, for carbine or shotgun um, low light. I love low light classes. I think they are a ton of fun to do. That would be cool. I've never done a low light course. That would be, that might be something yeah. I have to add to the list or maybe we can get some people together and do a shotgun class. Yeah. And, and I would be totally down for that. Cause I have, um, I have lost a few different shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, yeah, you've got, you, you had your, I might be to able to, from. I might be able to dive down and find where I'd lo- I lost them. Find out if those Just, safes are waterproof. Yeah. So that, that would be a lot of fun. And, and I would love to learn some, some shotgun tactics. Cause even when you mingle in semi out of the pump, I mean, there's a lot of things to worry about. A lot of variance there. Yeah, I would. I, I think it, I don't think the time has passed for this yet this year, but I don't think I'm going to get no. to it this year is that I really would like to shoot a clay or a, uh, a clay pigeon out of the air. That would be, that would be a big achievement for me, which sounds have you sad. Never, have you never done it? No, I haven't really gone clay shooting all that much. Okay. So Maybe I've only really should, gone once. We should probably ratify some of that. Yeah. So we so have, we have, some I know time. there's some, there's some good uh, outdoor um, skeet and clay ranges in the Boise area. Maybe we could just venture out to some of those. So, and you know what? That's a great excuse to buy a, a longer barrel for my Mossberg. Yeah. I, I think I told you my son and I, we went shooting 
sporting clays a few, well, I guess it was a couple months ago. And I, I, I suck. Like I'm <laughs> terrible at it. That's what we talked about shooting being a perishable skill. We did yeah, a whole episode on that. Yeah, see, And it is perishable. See, but it makes me wonder if I should, cause I used to have an 870 with a nice long barrel. Uh huh. And so I, I sold it to get a different shotgun and maybe I need to go back and get a nice bird gun. There's an excuse. Maybe that can be like our spring project. That could still be our end of the year goals is buying a bird gun. That could be as well. So <laughs> maybe just get one last thing before the year is out. I bought myself a Christmas present. Yeah. I just bought myself some stuff. So, I but can't. well, and don't, uh, don't sell yourself too short though, because you spent some time with the, uh, the glorious Adam Boyce, right? Yes, that's you took, true. You took another class with him because not edu- not all like I said about with you know taking a medical class. Not all fire, uh, not all education has to be about firearms either. It can be about self defense or uh, medical or and and so I think you took a, another class with Adam, right? Yeah, and I, I absolutely forgot about that until we start talking about it earlier, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I did take some educational. See, training. So you got some, and some is better than none. And it was a it was a knife class, right? Yes, my fa- one of my faves. Yeah, and that's the class you've taken multiple times too, right? And I learn something every time. See, then there's another testament to taking the classes over and over and over again. And I forget too much too, so that's maybe I don't learn something new. I just remember something from the previous classes. <laughs> remember something you forgot. So yeah, if you <laughs> uh, forget a lot, if you don't know who we're talking about, just check out Adam Boyce. Search for Adam Boyce uh, on our uh, on uh, either our social media or uh, Spartan Mode or. Um, on uh, wherever you get your podcast from, you can find it. Just range mine at Adam Boyce should be able to find uh, both episodes that he's on. He's a great guy, friend of the podcast. And uh, yeah, we actually, I actually shared a, a class he's got coming up in, I think Nampa. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I shared it to our Facebook page so you can jump on there. I think I linked it to his, his, uh, his website too. So you can sign up and do it. Don't procrastinate. Do it. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's another thing too, is, um, one thing, if you are like struggling to get some education down, um, you know, what I did to, to maintain the array of semi-regular kind of routine is, you know, look about a month, maybe, maybe even two months in advance and just sign up for it. And if you have to pay for it first, you know, maybe put on a credit card or save up a little bit how you can do it. But make sure that you commit to doing it. And if you do it, you know, two months in advance or a month in advance, you really uh, don't have an excuse to cancel it. You know, just put it in your phone so you don't forget. But that's what I did was I I put them, I signed up for like three classes, two months in advance and just got them all out of the way. You know, the, the got past the hurdle rather of, you know, signing up for it because that's, a, that's the biggest part is, is trying to figure out a time to sign up for it. And you know, if your schedule is not open a month, two months in advance, maybe even stretch to three, you know? Yeah. Just, just set some time aside, commit to yourself and do it. Yep. And that's, that's, uh, that's something that I'm very happy with this year with my new year's resolutions. So, and you still have time. I do have time. So and they have time. We all have time. We've still got, uh, three months left just about. Which is which is a whole quarter, <laughs> a quarter of the year, which makes it sound like a lot more than it really is. I mean, it'll fly by, and the holidays are coming up, and you know, hey, that might be a good gift for somebody too. Maybe, uh, maybe your significant other or somebody that you, uh, um, you know, share the uh, passion for firearms with, uh, you can get a gift of education and t- or take it together. That's right. So, 
But uh, yeah, that'll, I think that'll wrap it up for uh, for New Year's resolutions. Kind of a catch up uh, so far this year. Um, yeah, we want to talk about one or two more things. Uh, actually, one thing that just came up today um, yeah, that we want to talk about. Literally hot off the presses, like as of while we were recording this podcast, I jumped across some stuff. This is actually off the Second Amendment Daily News. Um, I know sometimes we struggle with keeping these not as political, so we're not like alienating some people. Like some people just don't want to hear about politics, right? But still like to hear about guns. But this, I think, is incredibly important. This isn't something that we're going to touch on tonight. But uh, so tomorrow, the House is going to hear or, or uh, be proposing three new gun bills. And maybe you guys are already on top of this. Hopefully you are. But so there's HR 1236, which is the red flag law, which we know is is uh, avoiding due process. And anybody can say, this guy's crazy. You need to take his guns away and you'll lose your guns for a time, if not forever. Not um, good. Also, not good. They're terrible. Um, the second one is, is HR 1186, which I need to do a little bit more research on this one, but this is a nationwide ammo ban. So I need to dig on here and see exactly what ammunition they're proposing is going to be banned, which I'm guessing is five, five, six short barrel rifle ammunition, which is the stupidest thing ever. Um, so big deal, right? That could really, really cause a problem with, with everything. Yeah. Um, it's definitely infringing on your second amendment rights. Uh, and then the third one here. HR 2708 is a lifetime firearm possession ban for misdemeanor crimes. Now, what is a misdemeanor? It could have been something as, as simple as something doing something stupid. Sorry if I can get it out of my mouth. Something stupid as a kid. A misdemeanor. A trespass could be a misdemeanor. Yeah. So if you're at Walmart, like we talked about that guy that wasn't breaking any laws, but other than store policy and he was asked to leave – a trespass could be considered a misdemeanor. So you could get screwed out of your gun rights because they're, they're changing, you know, the level of it. And this is insane. Yeah. That's, there's nothing. uh, I don't think anything's been proposed like that before. No, no. So what you need to jump on and here's, you can call uh, the, the main switchboard at the house um, or for the Congressman. It's two zero two. Two two five three one two one, or you can jump online and, and find their direct information, whether it be email or phone call or whatever. If you're concerned about your Second Amendment rights, get on and, and and let them know how crazy this is. This is this bullshit. Sorry, that's just <laughs> the way it is. And and you can bleep that out or not. This is just garbage, um, and it's a major problem. Yeah, and these are these are national. National yeah. bills that are being proposed. This, isn't, this is not the state of Idaho. This is the, the the United States. Yeah. So no matter where you are, this could potentially affect you. So. Oh man, bad news, Charlie Brown. Yeah. So we uh, we want to make sure that we're on top of that and uh, do do what you can to to make sure that uh, your opinion is heard on that. Yeah, it's craziness. So uh, on a lighter note, though. Oh um, yeah, a lighter <laughs> note. This is actually what we were going to talk about. Yeah. So as many of you know, I'm pro staff with right on optics, which is a, an American company. Um, they, I think they make great optics for a very affordable price. So they just introduced, um, they call it the X three tactics PRD, which is pistol red dot. Um, very so cool. It's, it's, a, it's a red dot for your handgun. It'll fit on top of a, 
excuse me, an AR as well. I think it comes with the uh, the, the Picatinny mount. Oh, but wow, it's affordable. Cool. It's it's three hundred bucks, which I know some people say, "Oh, that's," er. but that's I think pricey. for what you're getting, it's it it's a full shielded um, glass. It's a three mil uh, or three MOA dot, and it's also got the top battery the, the top battery replacement, so you don't have to pull off your optic to change the battery. Which some of the more expensive optics are that way, and you got to worry about it. So is it zeroed again or whatever? Sure. Yeah, so, it looks great. It's uh, I think it's cool. I actually just ordered mine today. Hopefully, my wife's not listening. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna try it out, I'm, and and we'll do a full on review of it. I, it looks like a, a quality site. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, for it. It looks so, looks well built, and uh, but if you're interested in it, yeah, yeah, and like I say, it was just introduced today. If if it's something you want, I'm pretty sure my promo code works on it. So it's it's S. Zimmerman, that's it. Capital S, lowercase Zimmerman with one N at the end. That's all you need. So, you get 15% off site-wide on rightonoptics.com. Check them out. We do have some at the store. If you're in the Boise area, Meridian area, jump in there. Check them out. I think you'll be pre- pleasantly surprised with what you see because uh, I think they're they're great glass. Um, I've messed with their binoculars a little bit. I have one of the rifle scopes on my AR. And I'm still working on the review for that. So that'll be posted at some point as well. Yeah, it's good it's stuff. It. Good stuff. So uh, if you uh, want to get a hold of us, check us out, podcast at iishooting.com or Facebook message us or uh, DM us on Instagram at rangemindedpodcast. And uh, let us yeah. know if uh, maybe uh, you had shared some of the same New Year's resolutions uh, that we had um, or something different. And, uh, you know, let us know uh, what's going on with you. Please do. Because we'll be happy to help you out in any way. Exactly. So, But other than that, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Range Minded. Find us online at Range Minded Podcast on Facebook. Or send us an email at podcast at iishooting.com. We're always happy to get feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want to send us, really. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.